Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Presenting Hop Harrigan, America's ace of the airwaves. CX-4 calling control towers. CX-4 calling control towers. Standing by. Control tower back to CX-4. Wind southeast. Ceiling 1200. Okay, this is Hop Harrigan coming in. Yes, it's America's ace of the airways. Coming in for another transcribed episode in the adventures of Hop Harrigan. Today, gang, we're going to talk about the Air Rescue Service. One of the most spectacular of Air Rescue Service missions took place last spring when 15 Air Force men parachuted from a burning B-17 into the Nicaraguan jungle. No one knew where the flying fortress went down, and the flyers in the jungle were spread out over a 35-square-mile area. But step by step, the Air Rescue Service located the men and got 14 of the 15 out of the jungle alive. Lieutenant Rollo Lawrence of the ARS was in the thick of this particular mission, and he's written an account of the rescue which will give you a good idea as to how they operate. The first hint that something was wrong with the B-17 came when the ship's radio operator failed to make his regular 30-minute position report. Immediately, ARS swung into action. The flight path of the fortress was divided into three parts, and three rescue squadrons put into the air to comb the vicinity along the route. Within 12 hours, it was established that the B-17 had gone down in Nicaragua. All search planes were recalled, and an urgent request for helicopters was sent to Air Force headquarters in Washington. The rush call was relayed immediately to Westover Field, Massachusetts, where a Fairchild packet and a Sikorsky R-5D helicopter are kept for just such emergencies. Early the next morning, the Fairchild, with the helicopter inside, took off for Nicaragua and the rescue mission. In just a few minutes, gang, I'll be back to finish telling you about this exciting rescue, so don't forget to listen. And now to our story. While the mystery of the Wailing Witch remains as puzzling as ever... And there's still no hint as to what happened to the test models of the jet-propelled flying wing. Hop and Tank are working on one lead. Carla Davis, a spot welder, and Simon Gore's trusted assistant. They suspect her of having been behind three vicious attacks in their lives. And overhearing her plan to meet someone in Yellow Creek, a small oil town on the edge of Black Mesa, they left the underground aircraft plant and flew on ahead to check on her activities. In our last episode, they saw her get off the bus at a busy intersection in the town, and as she walked down the street, the boys followed from the opposite side. Gosh, it's crowded here. You think we'll lose her? No, no, she's walking pretty slowly. She don't look like she's going any place in particular. There, she stopped. Ah, just doing some window shopping. That's a woman's prerogative. A woman's which? Her, her privilege, her right. I don't get it, Tank. It's a saying. Oh, yeah, she's gawking at them dresses, all right. Well, do you think she'd be interested in shirts and trousers? Oh, nuts. Why don't she get a move on? We ain't got all day. Well, take it easy. Yeah, she's moving now. What's she stalling for? Maybe she's early for her appointment. I ain't never seen a dame early for anything yet. 
Yeah, we're coming up to an intersection. Watch her. She may turn off. There she is. Come on. Hey, watch it. Oops. Don't be cowboy driver. Tag, you should watch where you're going. All right, come on. Where is she? Where is she? Oh, relax, will you? She crossed over to the other side. Oh. Tank, what's the matter with you? You're as jumpy as a cat. I want to get this over with. Well, you don't expect Carla to hand us a ready-made answer to the mystery, do you? Then what in Pete's sake are we following her for? To find out our contacts. That all? Be a lot more than we know right now. Hey, look. She's going into that building. Then step it up. Nothing doing. If she sees us, we might as well fold up and go back. But she'll get away. From what? She doesn't know we're here. Hey, she's gone. Walk past the building, slowly. Sure is a crummy section of town. Yeah, we're on the outskirts. But we only left the main street just now. That's all there is to Yellow Creek. See, there's a sign over the door. Saunders Petroleum Company. What's that? Gas, you dope. Oh, why don't it say so? Petroleum. That's interesting. What's so interesting about it? it gives me a new angle. Oh, skip the angles, will you? I want to know what we're going to do about that dame. First thing we're going to do is give the layout a good once-over. Well, it's only two floors. Why don't we plow in and start swinging? May I ask whom you're going to swing at? No, we'll Why, just... Mr. Harrigan huh? and Mr. Tinker. Huh? You remember me, don't you? Oh, oh yes, of course, Mr. Kell. <laughs> sure, sure. Hiya, Pop. Yes, you do remember me, don't you, Mr. Tinker? Oh, I never expected <laughs> to see you here. Well, I worked quite late with Mr. Gore last night, so he gave me the day off. I thought I'd come into town for a change of scenery. The plant is so confining. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I was taking a walk. Not a very choice neighborhood, Mr. Kell. Oh, no one would bother an old man like me. Did you come in by bus? Yes, yes. Almost missed it, as a matter of fact. It's funny, we didn't see you get off. Oh, well, I didn't come in all the way. I got off a block before the last stop. It was a small jewelry shop in the corner. I, I need the new watch chain. But, uh, what are you two doing here? Oh, we're getting a change of scenery for ourselves. Well, I see. Uh, Mr. Harrigan, have you uh, had a chance to examine the flying wing closely yet? Well, we saw the test of the fourth model in the wind tunnel this morning. Now, do you agree with me? Isn't it much too radical in design? Oh, I really can't say yet. The model got banged up. Banged up? What do you mean? One of the guy wires holding it snapped, and the wind blew it off the mounting. Oh, dear, how terrible... Was the plane badly damaged? Oh, no, it can be repaired fairly easily. Oh, I'm so glad. Poor Mr. Gore, all these accidents. Accidents, huh? I beg your pardon, Mr. Tinker? The wire was coated with acid, Mr. Kell. It was sabotage. Oh. Don't you remember what we told you last night? Yes, but I didn't think she'd... I mean... You didn't think she'd... What, Mr. Kell? Uh, nothing, Mr. Harrigan. Nothing. Mr. Kell, this is the second time you've started to say something and stopped. Uh, well, I... You're talking about Carla Davis, aren't you? Mr. Harrigan, please don't. Don't what? Don't ask me questions. It's, uh, well, embarrassing. Now, look, Pop, we're trying to find out who's sabotaging them planes. If you've got any inside dope that'll help us, give out. I'm sorry, Mr. Tinker. I, I really haven't. Now I think I'd best be getting along. Just one question, Mr. Kell. Yes? Did you see Carla Davis on the bus? I, yes, I, I did. She sat up front. Do you know where she was going? No, I don't. No. Well, I really must go. The next bus back to the plant leaves in 15 minutes, and I have some errands to do. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Kell. Goodbye. I'll see you at the plant. Yeah, yeah, sure. Take it easy, Pop. I will, son. I will. 
Now, are you satisfied, Hop? If that old codger can add things up and put the finger on the Davis dame, I don't see why we have to stall around. Let's go in and get her. We'll go in, but only to take a look around. Oh, Hop, you heard what he said. And he stopped saying it. Mm, take it from me. Nab the dame and we're all set. I've got a tank. Here's the door. What do we do if somebody stops us? We'll see. Hmm? Ain't nobody around. Dirty place, isn't it? Well, which way? Let's just walk down the hall. I don't like this. Somebody might come popping out of one of them doors and start trouble. You were all ready to break in and start swinging a few minutes ago. Hold up. Let's see if anyone's in this room. No. Empty. What kind of a business are they running here? That's what I'd like to know. What do you suppose Carla is? She must be somewhere in here. Tank, listen. The next room. Heard him say Miss Davis. Well, what do you say? Are you interested? Interested in what? Hold it. Come, come, Miss Davis. Don't just sit there. Give me an answer. Yes or no? What is this? You've got me. Why don't we bust in and... Uh, you ain't busting anywhere, wise guy. Huh? I forgot. Jump the jetty. The dream. <laughs> what are you... Oh, you don't have... <laughs> <laughs> Looks to me like the party's off to a real smart beginning. One moment on the verge of an important discovery, and the next lying cold and still on the floor. Hop and Tank are now in the hands of their unknown enemy. And what is going on in the offices of the Saunders Petroleum Company? We'll know more in just a moment, gang, so stand by. Now, gang, let's get back to the thrilling rescue of a flying fortress crew from deep within the jungles of Nicaragua. I told you that a helicopter was rushed down there from Westover Field. At the same time, another one flew in from Pope Field. Meanwhile, six of the downed flyers had found their way to a small town and from there were taken to safety. The others were spread throughout the jungle. The two helicopters made their headquarters on sandbars in a nearby river. But bad weather and tricky air currents prevented them from flying too close to the ground, so word was sent back to Pope Field to send a smaller helicopter. A small Bell two-seated YR-13 was loaded into a packet at Niagara Falls and promptly flown down to Nicaragua. Trained jungle troops, flown in from the canal zone, started working their way through the thick jungle vegetation and a Catalina cruised over the area in search of injured survivors. Finally, the Catalina spotted Lieutenant Rich, pilot of the downed fortress, and someone parachuted with blood plasma and food. The rescuer found Rich in very bad condition due to the fact that he'd gone without water for four and a half days. It took six days for ground searchers to get to Lieutenant Rich and lead him out to the sandbars. On the way, they picked up Lieutenant Harry Borman, who'd kept himself alive for 12 days on whatever he could find in the jungle. The other survivors were rounded up one by one and taken to the Nicaragua capital to rest up before starting the trip back to the States. Well, now, air rescue teams are being streamlined to include doctors and survival experts so that each team will be able to work on a job as a unit. Gang, American aviation is looking ahead to better and safer days in the air. There's a place there for you. If you'll always remember, America needs flyers. And now, back to our story. Two figures lie still on the floor of a dingy room in a small shack out on the oil fields not far from Yellow Creek. A man, slouched in a chair near the only door, eyes them narrowly from beneath the brim of his felt hat. When one of them, Tank, moves, the man rises, walks over to a table, and, picking up a cracked pitcher, pours the contents over the helpless mechanic's face. Come on, sleeping beauty. Snap out of it. Hey, what the... Cut it out. That's better. 
Now, let's see about your pal. Time he woke up, too. Hey, where are we? What do you care, big boy? <coughs> what? Take it easy, Hop. What? Tank. Tank, are you all right? Yeah. Now, look, you two, before you get any ideas. You're both tied up. And I'll be sitting over there with a rod in my lap, you understand? Who are you? A big, bad wolf. Now, I'm warning you, don't start anything, because I'm the only guy who can finish. I dropped it. That's it. Talk, big boy. Make with a mouth. <laughs> it's about all you can do. I'll show you how much well, I can I do. Think. But what's going on, Harp? Why are we all tied up, and who is that punk? Don't you recognize me? You looked at me for a long time when you was at the hot dog stand. The hot dog? Jumping Jenny's, you tailed us. Easiest job I ever did. <laughs> Don't you guys ever look behind you? Hey, now I know where I seen you before in the plant last night. You was the guy who went to see Carla Davis. Give the man $64. All right, suppose you cut the bright sayings and tell us what this is all about. You're the wise guy. Ain't you got it figured out by now? No. And they told me it was a couple of hot shots. Hey, look, will you cut the gab and give it to us straight? I like nothing better, chum. But uh, somebody else wants a privilege. He's coming later to tell you the whole story. Oh. You'll find out. The only trouble is, after you know, <laughs> what's the good? You ain't gonna tell nobody else. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, chum. You're smart enough to know exactly what I'm talking about. The guard's sallow face wrinkles in a leering smile, and the meaning of his words becomes immediately clear. It certainly looks as if the boy's goose is cooked. Gang, there's action and a lot of suspense ahead, so don't miss our next episode. Tune in and fly with Pop Harrigan, America's ace of the airways. So long, Hop. We'll be seeing you same time, same mutual station. Pop Harrigan is a transcribed, copyrighted feature appearing in All-American Comics magazines.